Hello, welcome back to Women Developing Brilliance, the spirit of business. Today, and actually this whole week, I wanted to do something a little bit different and share a previously recorded live stream all about how to reduce overwhelm starting today. It is a five-part little mini-series that's around 10 to 15 minutes per day. Today is gonna be day one of the series. And then every day this week, I'm going to share another part of this five-part series so you can start to chip away from something that actually chips away at you and your energy. You can start to recognize, notice, and be proactive so you don't get buried under this emotional heaviness of overwhelm. I hope that you enjoy the series. If you do, absolutely head on over to lovethepodcast.com slash brilliance to rate and review the show. Enjoy. Hello, hello. I hope this message finds you with a smile on your face. I'm Casey Rossi, a mindset and leadership coach, and I help women leaders, CEOs, and entrepreneurs go from people-pleasing perfectionists to profitable powerhouses. And this week, I wanted to do a series of just short, actionable tips that are going to help you reduce overwhelm. Because this time of the year in particular, I am seeing a lot of people and clients struggle with overwhelm. And at first, I was just going to do one main live stream on this topic. And then I realized that part of overwhelm is just really having too much, too much information, too much to process. And so I wanted to break it down into bite-sized nuggets and just do one simple actionable tip per day, every day this week. So you're in for a treat because Monday through Friday this week, we're really going to be unpacking overwhelm. Now, overwhelm really has a lot to do with also being overcome with emotion, feeling buried, having a higher stress level because there is just too much coming in. Many times we're inundated with tasks with information, with responsibilities, and all of the things, especially as we progress into the holiday time. For many of us, that's even a um, an opportunity for higher challenges when it comes to overwhelm. So we know if we don't put positive practices into place that when we are in overwhelm for too long, it is absolutely anxiety producing it can actually turn into depression or this feeling of being stuck or really trapped in that hamster wheel. And that's not a comfortable place to be in. So if you're starting to feel that yourself, you're in the right place, I invite you to just take a minute, get still, have a nice, delicious, deep breath, and just give yourself a little time to pause and then go from there. Breathing and connecting to our breath is one of the sure fine ways that we can immediately drop in and start to center and ground. That's not today's tip. That's just an aside. But one of the things I also wanted to mention is usually when something goes to one extreme or the other, there is either a vice of excessiveness or we're not doing enough of something. So in this week's series, we're going to talk about what we can remove 
and what we can add so we can strike that balance of reducing overwhelm. Today's tip is all about removing one thing that you do during the day. Now, when you think about that one thing, generally we repeatedly do it. So it technically is a habit because a habit is just a behavior that we do on repeat. So if you were to get really quiet and really honest with yourself and you were to say, what is one thing that I can stop doing in my day? What comes up for you? Most of us immediately know what that thing is. And I'm just going to throw out an example. Maybe it is scrolling on social media. When you are thinking about what that thing is for you, I want you to ask yourself, do you feel more energized when you partake in that habit? Or do you feel a little bit more like your soul has been sucked out or you're exhausted or many hours have gone by and you're like, wait, what just happened? I just fell down the rabbit hole and I'm not quite sure what even happened. So you want to check in with yourself. Like, does this daily habit that you're really interested in reducing or eliminating, does it serve you? Does it make you feel good? Do you feel productive? Do you feel on point? Do you have clarity? Most of the time when it's a negative habit, you're not going to be able to say yes to those couple of um, questions. So whatever that is for you, no shame, no blame, no judgment. It's literally just to start moving towards reducing overwhelm. Now I'm going to take a few pieces of wisdom from James Clear's um, Atomic Habits book, because when he talks about any habit that we're trying to eliminate, we are going to do a few things that he recommends. So the very first thing is to make the trigger invisible because our behaviors are triggered with a cue, which means there's something in place that happens first before it triggers that behavior. So if we want to eliminate the behavior, we actually want to make that prompt or trigger or cue invisible. So for example, if we're using that social media scrolling piece as one of our little examples, what would we maybe do to make it invisible? One of the things we can do is turn off our notifications because there will no longer be there. There will be no longer having those fly windows coming in on our desktop alerting that this, that, and the other thing happened. So that's one thing that we can absolutely do. If for you, the cue or the trigger is seeing your cell phone or seeing when a text message pops up on your mobile, you might want to remove um, those alerts or actually remove your cell phone altogether so you are making the prompt or the cue invisible. So that's step one in his process. Step two is kind of making the habit even harder. So putting an obstacle between you and that automatic response to do the habit, whatever the habit happens to be. So going back to the cell phone example, maybe you would make it more difficult to grab your cell after a point of time when you've decided, you know what, we're going to have shutdown complete. I'm not going to be looking at my digital devices after X time. Maybe you put your phone upstairs in a closet. So it's more difficult. You have a flight of stairs in between you and you actually can't just grab it 
I forget how many touch points we actually grab our cell phone. It's astronomical. It kind of blows your mind. But the point is, no matter what you're trying to eliminate, right, with the effort to reduce overwhelm, whatever it is for you, that second piece of habit breaking is making it difficult. And then the third piece, which I think we often overlook, is celebrating ourselves, celebrating when we have accomplished what we have set out to do. So say, for example, tomorrow you put this in place and you say to yourself, I'm only going to allow myself to pop on social media for 15 minutes a day. I'm just making this up. It's actually one that I personally have, have used before. So I'm using a real life example. But whatever that habit is that you want to reduce, go for that. But say, for example, in this one, you're only going to be looking at social media for 15 minutes a day. Awesome. You would have that set time and say you complete that, like you've you put that separate um, piece in where you've made it more difficult to do it. You've turned off your notifications and you stuck to it instead of just being like, oh, OK, whatever. You want to celebrate that. You want to be like, man, that's awesome. You want to check in with yourself. How do I feel? You know, and give yourself a little time to feel the difference. You may feel amazing day one, but I guarantee if you put this. Um, in place, you're going to definitely feel a difference after three days, five days, seven days, fill in the blank. You're going to have longer um, give back when you have more longevity in it. What I mean by that is you're going to start to see results in a greater, deeper way when you practice this on a more consistent daily basis. So you want to put that celebratory piece in where it's like, man, that's awesome. Check in with yourself. How do I feel? And the flip to that third aspect of acknowledging your win is also acknowledging if you weren't so perfect. It's like, okay, yeah, I screwed up. I was on for an hour and a half. I totally lost a huge period of time. I was only going to go on for 15 minutes on my lunch and an hour went by and I missed the goal. That's okay, right? We are not perfect. We are not robots. And it's literally just gathering information and trying again the next day. So if you follow my work at all, you know that I'm a massive believer of the Kaizen philosophy, which is never ending improvement. So if you miss the mark, if you're having a difficult time deleting that one habit that is not supporting you, no problem. Tomorrow is another day when the sun rises, you get another opportunity to try again. So my one tip today in the very first day of our series of five tips on how to reduce overwhelm is to silence out some noise, be really honest with yourself, and clarify for yourself what is the one thing that you can stop doing today that you know is going to actually help you feel better and reduce overwhelm. That's the tip today. Definitely reach out to me, share what that is so I can support you and hold that sacred space for your success and tune in tomorrow for tip number two, because I guarantee by the end of this week, you're going to start to feel better. You're going to start to reduce your overwhelm and you're just going to be on your way to some positive momentum. All right, my friends, until tomorrow, breathe joy.